要要要要。要
I feel very well rewarded for my time. Really, dude? You want to start with me? Oh no, yeah. no. You or you want to go with the like uh, the big news is going to make everybody happy first? Or? Yeah, let's let's get really really happy because I I saw this pop up and so the first two things that that popped up was oh, oh my heart and mm-hmm. then the next thing was oh, I wonder if Nate knows because mm-hmm. we both love this dude and we both jumped on the train like right as it derailed from me. I know, right? It's like, dude, this is the best cat ever. Well, no, he carries cats. He carries uh, a cat. Hiromu Takahashi. Tick, 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 tick. Is apparently back. Yay! Dude, wacky clothes and everything. He's. So- I love the ticking time bomb. Dude, it, he's. You are rewarded for watching him. Absolutely. Every, every single time. Every moment that he's on a screen anywhere or in a ring, outside of a ring, he's oozing this weird sexual energy and charisma. And he's going to lick something, and you're going to enjoy it, which is very weird to say. Um, He went out with a very unfortunate uh, neck injury, and it was one of those ones where it's like, oh, well, he may be gone forever. That's terrible. Mm. And New Japan, very, very hush-hush whenever an injury happens. You know, they, even if it's not bad, they'll play it up like it's really bad. They'll make it say, like, he's on the brink of death. Yeah. No matter what it is, it's like, ah, he sprained a toe, he can't be on the show, he's on the brink of death. I don't know if he'll ever survive. He is going to die. He hasn't spoken. We don't know if this is a psychological issue or if it's or if it's uh, uh, something physical, but we know not if we shall ever see this brave warrior ever again. And then he's back like two weeks later. He's like, oh, hey, Chris. Oh, this he's, he's survived somehow and he's returned to us. Dear God, thank you. You've bestowed him. Well, in this case, yes. Thank you. And Ellie, hello. Oh, hi. Midday. Sorry. Sorry for your work. We're going to scream through your phones and with screens. What's up? Chris hi. thought he slept longer than he thought. That's right. Happy yeah. Wednesday night. The time change is weird. It's a full couple days. I don't know. It's spring here. I don't know what happened. That out of time. Springtime for Hitler? No, but I do want to see that. What is it, Jojo? The Hitler movie? Yeah. Let's not call it that. Well, you know what? They put it in there, so yeah, I guess. That's what it is. Very. Yes. We'll have a a date, Justin. You, me, Hitler. It'll be great. (laughs) Good times. No. No. Hiromu Takahashi shows up. Just the name makes me excited. Dude. The, the, it was at a New Japan power struggle. And um, this is when they're starting getting. They start hyping I, up for Wrestle Kingdom. I keep I keep stealing like AEW uh, thing all in. This is when they get in full gear for um for heading towards Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. which is going to be like extra big this year because it's going to be a, a, a two night event. Uh, I don't know getting if that's going to WWE. I don't know if there's yeah no I don't know how much big. Wrestle Kingdom is already like a 10-hour event. Yeah. Now it's going to be... It's not that they're going to shorten up the show, I don't think. I think they're going to make it just 20 hours over two days. It's going to well, be ridiculous. And I think the days <clears throat> go hand in hand as far as like things that happen on day one affect mm-hmm. what happened on day two. Oh, yeah. So, so. It's, it feels like... Um, like closer to like the uh, like uh, like Chikar King of Trios like event where it's like you got to tune in each night because it's going to affect what's happening or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there's big implications already as far as Hiromu. But anyway, get to the return. Will Ospreay finishes a match. He's in the ring, and you know, Will Ospreay is the, currently the uh, the junior heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, he's carrying around Mr. Belt. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden on the screen, there's a, there's, there's a bomb. 
and then there's a then there's a cat, very Meow. special cat. It's Daryl. <clears throat> Lights the bomb. I don't know how time bombs work, but I'm pretty sure they don't have fuses. <laughs> but I don't know. Whatever, man. There were a lot of cats on the screen. And there was a countdown, so there was a time, and there was a bomb, and there were cats. Accept it. Roll with it. Holy hell. There's Hiromu, and he's coming out wearing that neck brace that nobody ever wears. It's a neck brace that hasn't been worn since, like, the 60s or 70s. Like, it's that little just band of garbage. Hey, Eric. He, he comes out, and he just rips the thing off. Ah! And then he starts running around like crazy, and he's bananas. Hasn't said anything yet, and then he's already, like, I don't know if it was, like, right away, but he just starts taking bumps from himself. He starts running into the ring, running into the railing and whatnot. Looks like a ghost is just whipping the shit out of him. Well, it's I, the best. What I, I like about that is it's saying a lot uh-huh. without saying a word. Say, hey guys, I got weirder. Also, I could take this. Mm-hmm. Look at this. I'm doing this to me. <laughs> what am I going to let you do? This is weird. And then Hiromu gets up in the ring. And he, he beats his ass some more, which is weird. And he takes it and he seems to enjoy it. Then... This is the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Most adorable. I'm sorry, I don't mean to like step all over it, but I watched it and I was super excited. Yes, Justin, I have seen it. <laughs> um, he does. He does like the 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 old Bray Wyatt bridge, right? And then he rests down on his head and he bridges on his head and his neck. Nothing saying more. Hey, my neck is perfectly fine. Look at this. Also, apparently, he's gotten weirder in his time off and uh, has been working on his English. So he's just sitting there upside down on his head. Mike, please. Mike, please. Mike, please. Just almost weirdly dismiss- dismissive and weird sounding. Mike, please. Upside down. As only a, a weirdo in a, a, a Technicolor uh, newspaper uh-huh. suit can. Let me, let me bring up the picture. Let's see which one was it. This is, yeah, it's like his everyday wear here. This is, no, this is normal. Not that one. He's in a, that there one. it is. Look at that suit. Look at that suit. Chris Jericho tried wearing a David S. Pumpkin suit, like mm-hmm. like uh, on uh, AEW. Now who's matching? Who's matching Hiromu's suit there? Nobody. Nobody. Hiromu's Mike, please, Mike, please, and then he's basically saying he's back, mm-hmm. and he would like to challenge Will Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom for Mister Belt, dude. I'm happy. There's 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 the idea of Hiromu making a return, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then there's the idea of Hiromu versus his cat friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These two are these two have been legendary on Twitter. Like one of them, like Will Osprey will just be like, "Hey, hey, Hiromu, you up?" <laughs> Hiromu will be like, "Yes, you're a cat." And then they'll go, they'll go back and forth. It's some of the most adorable things ever. They're they're legitimate friends. They're weird and they tolerate each other, and they're each other's same brand of weird, at least off screen. And then Hiromu licks the belt, as, as one would. But but like uh, Osprey is like lifting or Hold lifting. On, I have or to lo- tweet at Luke Harper. Hold on. Yeah, I know you do. And uh, Osprey is like lifting or lowering the belt at the same time. Does not uh, does not uh, dissuade uh, Hiromu from uh, getting a tongue on that belt. Um, and then afterwards, they have a they have like a brief embrace too because they're friends. Mm-hmm. Will Osprey is welcoming him back, and. Uh, and it looks like this is our match, night one of Wrestle Kingdom. We're going to get a junior heavyweight title match between Will Ospreay and Hiromu Takahashi. That makes me happy. Dude, I don't know if this is going to be his, I don't know if it's going to be his first match or if he's going to have anything before then. I kind I kind of I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. I know I want this. Whatever they're going to give me, give me more, mm-hmm. please. 
All but I care it, is that it's got Hiromu in it. And he, Give me Hiromu. He, he looks like he's ready to go. He looks like he's been antsy to do this. I'm like, nobody told him, all right, go out there and just uh, take bumps for no reason. And I'm sure he was like on the ramp like, I'll take bumps for no reason. And just did it. And just did it. And every every frame that he's in, if you haven't seen anything by him, watch this. This is a good starting point. Because mm-hmm. you'll see every frame that he's in, he's got a commanding presence, just oozing charisma and a weird sexual energy that, you know, just just accept it, man. It's okay. Cats, he's, too. He's going to lick your stuff. Oh, my God. He had uh, uh, Daryl and uh, what was the other one? Nar- uh, Naru, Naru, I think it is. Naru. Whatever. He As he comes down, he bestows them on various announcers. And the announcers are like, oh, they're they're very honored to be holding on to this, uh, to the cats. Yeah. Hiromu's a madman. And we're happy to have him back. The the junior heavyweight uh, scene has been has been good. Osprey's a fantastic champion. It's about to get a lot weirder, and Hiromu adds a ridiculous level of depth. That being said, with all the weird stuff that's happening, because like you said, night one's going to affect night two of Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. We could be looking at uh, Los Ingobernables. Los, in- I'm gonna get well it done. Lij uh, could be holding. Uh, many if not all of the titles at the end of uh, Wrestle Kingdom Night 2. This is something that's been in in the works for a while, but yeah, man. We could get a full roll call of uh, Los Ingobernables de Japón. And uh, what the hell? Oh, yes, I've seen the, the trainer. So the big implication here, though, is, uh, well, do we want to do this now? I mean, I guess since we're right here talking about New Japan and Wrestle Kingdom, mm. uh, the big double main is so you have Ibushi challenging Okada for the heavyweight championship mm-hmm. and then you have Naito defending against Jay White mm-hmm. the Intercontinental Championship mm-hmm. uh on night 2 the winners will face each other title versus title like, both on the line like why i think i think uh, Jay White's holding the Intercontinental title now oh, i think Naito is challenging that. Okay. yeah yeah cuz Jay White has like a beard now apparently mm. it looks even creepier all right then he made the ring announcer is like no Introduce me as your intercontinental and future heavyweight champion. Also, give me confetti. And I was like, that sounds like a that's a ridiculous request. Boom, confetti. Hot damn. <laughs> Thank you, New Japan. I didn't know I wanted that, but here it is, and I'm happy. Well, I mean, it's and that doesn't even get to the fact that uh, Tanahashi versus Jericho as well. Oh Russell my King God. Go. All right. Yeah, man. And away we go. Tanahashi just wants to fight everybody. Or not Tana, well, Tanahashi would fight everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Jericho wants to fight everybody, apparently. Like, who's next on that list? He's done Naito. Okada. He's done Okada. Omega. He's done Omega. He's going to Tanahashi now. Who else is left? He's going to roll down the list. You're going to get a... a you're going to bring out Bone, Bone Soldier next. It's going to be Jericho versus... Jericho Bone. and Ibushi? It'd be insane. Oh, my God. He had evil for a brief moment. Oh Jericho and evil. Sonata. Mm. There's a lot left. I love Sonata. <laughs> I love Sonata's hair and beard. And the rest of them is great, too. I don't know. But, yeah. Night one of WrestleGating. Uh, heavy inc- implications Kenta? for night two. Kenta and Jericho? Damn. I, like, that could have happened, like, a couple years back in, uh-huh. in WWE, and nobody would have given a damn. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess this is happening. Now. Yeah, I know, right? 
It's all about presentation, man. And New well, Japan has some magical presentation. Unfortunately, as a Tommy, there was a lot of injuries there. Like mm-hmm. if if it would have happened when uh, Tommy when he came first came in as a Tommy, a Tommy versus Jericho would have been yeah. a big deal. But then he got hurt. Then he came back. Then he got hurt again. And then by the time that it could have happened, it just there would have been nothing to it. Yeah. So mm. oh. sad state of affairs. And uh, another weird bit of rumors going around for Hiromo. Mm-hmm. The the thought is now, I don't know if it's been set in stone or anything or if it's been mentioned at all. Basically, night two, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger going to be challenging, possibly challenging for the junior heavyweight championship. One that he's he carried before for a very long time. Mm-hmm. This very well could be Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement match. Mm. Night two of Wrestle Kingdom is a hell of a way to go out. Right. And he's been on like a goodbye tour kind of. And revisiting past uh, feuds and uh, uh, starting up some new ones and doing all kinds of weird stuff. He's been forefront. And he's an older fella. Mm-hmm. It looks like it could be on his way out. Now, if Hiromu wins night one, Hiromu could be getting the retirement match for Chushin Thunder Liger. Whoa. Like, dude. Yeah. That's, that's a lot for a second match back. That's a, that's a lot for an, any match ever. Yeah. Like, there's... Like Liger transcended in a different way than wrestlers do. Liger felt like part, or has felt like part of culture. He's more than wrestler. He's 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 as close as you get into like a superhero. If he popped up on anything, I'd be like, well, of course he's there. Why not? He's on the news. Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's on a cartoon. Yeah, of course, of course. He's, he's fighting the Power Rangers. Ah, that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> on Judge Judy. I'll watch. This is amazing. He's he's he's, he's streaking full mask. He's still got the mask on, but he's streaking across the uh, Super Bowl field. Like, oh yeah, that's him. Oh oh. Uh. All right. I guess he's gone heel. I didn't want to see his thunder. No. <laughs> Nobody did, except. <laughs> Except for Mrs. Thunderliger. Uh. Ju- Julie Thunderliger. <laughs> Good Lord. Last thing I'll say about it before we move on to the actual homework. Yeah. Because uh, we were just talking about this. Jericho and Suzuki. Like this Jericho and Suzuki. What kind of craziness would that be? Dude. God, I mean, like Jericho Goto, even. Jericho Ishii. Yeah, there's there's weird, there's some crazy depth well down into the mid card of NJBW that uh, Jericho would be fun with. And Jericho would elevate mm-hmm. even in a even in a win, he would be elevating whoever he's in there with. Yep. So yeah, man, don't yeah. Oh, New Japan's about to be really really fun. It always is, even when it's not. Yeah. It, it always is. It's like, hey, all of your top stars are injured. Everybody I like. Well, shoot. What am I? Oh, I like this dude. What's going mm-hmm. on? That's how. You, that's how you get shooter. Well, and you know, with the elite exit, New Japan recovered super quick, mm-hmm. as opposed to ROH, which we're going to have to talk about ROH on the other other on the other side of the homework, I think, because mm-hmm. lo- they're in the news big time. This yeah, week. yeah. So, how about we let's keep the mood up? Yes. And we were talking a lot about Jericho just there. Let's talk about. AEW Dynamite, you finally finally made the dive. Okay, man, this is like my first night in. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Okay, I really liked it. You, know, uh, the vibe that it gave me, this is this is as best as I could um, say. It felt like it felt like all the best parts of '90s WCW. Okay, 
and without the bad, without the twenty minute talking segment up front with about a bunch of old dudes just kind of standing around talking about how great they are, mm-hmm. with zero implication on the rest of the night. That's gone. Uh, all of the uh, slow paced garbage matches, bad wrestlers gone, and replaced completely with nothing but uh, uh, Dean Malenko versus uh, um, Ray Mysterio, Halloween Havoc type matches. Okay. Holy hell! Like the the match quality is fantastic. And uh, I think it was uh, 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 Bob France who was saying, "Yeah, Pentagon looks like he's uh, works a little dangerous." Mm-hmm. Now nah, they kind of all do. Yeah. It's 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 all rough looking, but they all look in control. I was very worried that like AEW was going to have not as deep of a skilled roster, considering you know they they were they were building a roster in a very already saturated kind of market. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. They got some good dudes who are working very well. And a lot of those people that are like, I don't know if I'm going to buy into this character. They're, as as we saw with like SmackDown this past week, when you work under pressure, sometimes that's some of your best stuff. Yep. I feel like AEW is kind of doing that. You got a lot of dudes who are like, given this opportunity of, hey, you want to step up and be a presence on television? You want to be a big time player? You want to do amazing things? And a whole lot of them said yes. And a whole lot of them, I feel like they're doing it. Like just even the open of the show started with Private Jet. Mm-hmm. Cody and uh, 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 Dustin Rhodes, well, Cody and Dustin, getting off of the uh, jet, making it feel big because Cody's on his way to this contract signing, and uh, Tony Schiavone's meeting him there. And Tony Schiavone like gives a, a thing up front about like the importance and the the the, the history of uh, the uh, it made and this hey, Rich. this gets into their presentation. It made everything feel very important. There's a lot of there's a word I don't use gravitas. I know, Michael. Too. Sorry. <laughs> It's not. It's been a while, Michael well, Vincent. Daylight savings time. I mean, it happens. Uh, there's a lot of gravitas to everything that's happened there. And Tony Schiavone was a fantastic person out front to go like, hey, this is important. This, this is very important. And there's a lot going on here. And and it made you, made you buy in right up front. That's how they started. And then they went into a recap, which wasn't very long, but it gave you like a little bit of a, hey, here's what happened. Here's why everybody's pissed off at somebody, everybody, and uh, John Moxley's pissed off at everybody. Mm. Go, go for it. Here he is yelling in a room at Tony Khan. He's the boss. He's bananas. What's no, I up? I not like that. I know. I know. I know, but I feel like it had implications later on here. And it gave you depth to one of the pay-per-view matches that we're going to get. Um, from there, we go right into a match. Hangman Page and uh, Sammy Guevara. Have you seen any of Sammy Guevara yet? Oh, I've seen plenty of it. What an a-hole! Well, I'm glad that they went heel Holy sh... Because I hated baby-faced Sammy Guevara. What this is starting right up front, it's... This is where we're, like... Apparently, this is, like, the first episode we're getting where we're getting depth to Jericho's inner circle. Mm -hmm. You got Jericho, you got uh, Guevara, you've got Santana and Ortiz, uh, not LAX. I guess they've gotten a name now, uh, Proud and Powerful. And uh, Jake Hager. Mm -hmm. Jake Hager. Jake Hager. (laughs) Sorry. And uh, we got some depth in it. We get Sammy Guevara out front. He's like the, going to be the the hitman for uh, uh, for Jericho here, uh, going and taking out some of the the AEW elite. He, working on Hangman Page because he's associated with Cody. Got to have this. Sammy Guevara works like an a hole. Um, Page is working like a heavyweight, but he's still throwing in tons of cruiserweighty type things. Mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara does a thing where he goes up to the top rope. And this is like this is the the gif that's come out of the match. Mm-hmm. Jumps off the top rope, lands on his feet, just smacks the hell out of Page. Just 
what a jerk. You just look at his face. He looks like he's constantly chewing gum mm-hmm. and has lost its flavor like a long time ago. What a... And I didn't think this would work for me, but it did kind of work. And this is the first time it happens. And one time later in the show that it uh, uh, made a bigger difference, too. They showed those records of uh, you know wins and losses. It added some depth to the storytelling, I felt. <laughs> it was little, and it, it puts it on you to do it. But it's like, hey, here's more if you want to look further into it. And it's like, I kind of liked that. Oh, he's on a win streak here. It's like, oh, oh, oh. It's not forced down your throat. It's not like, hey, here's stats and statistics, and we need to research this, and this is our number one contender because of this. It's still wrestling, but it adds that extra level of depth to it. It's like, hey, how deep do you want to look into this? All right, two losses. Who are those losses against? Uh, this person, this person. Or, or who won this, and who's won the last? I felt it added without being forced down the throat or taking up space, and I kind of dug it. Uh, Page wins, does a promo. That was felt like it was way short. It was like, hey, you got five minutes. Go out there and talk. He's like, I'm going to use 30 seconds. It's like, okay. Made it short, very sweet, and it felt like that's fun for that character. He's real. He feels real, and he feels like, I don't talk a lot. I'm here to whip it. Or as he succinctly said on, uh, on, on, on television, he said a bad word. He's going to do cowboy shit. Oh, and he can say that. He, they didn't make a big deal about that. <laughs> I was waiting for it, but he said it, and then the audience, cowboy shit, West Virginia crowd. All right, let's just say cowboy shit a lot. Here we go. Have at you now. And then it was like a couple moments of silence. It was like I could tell it was like it felt like they were expecting more. It's like, nope. No, no, I ended right where I needed to. Good for him for knowing when to stop the promo. Said exactly what he needed to say, and he's uh, moving on towards, uh, towards Pac. Mm. And then he... he Use that promo time to advance his storyline going there. It's great. And that, that means we're not getting another, another we're not going to get a rematch between Paige and Guevara. It was just what it was. And it advanced storylines for both of them. At this point, I'm like, well, all right, this is well-structured. Women's match next, we get a uh, Shauna and or Shayna, depending on which announcer was announcing it. <laughs> I love Excalibur. I, I like him. Okay. I feel he adds a lot to the show. And he's... He's your dude that knows the product better than everybody else there because it felt like he's really passionate and does the research. And he pulls uh, JR back when JR is like, I don't know who the fuck this is. I'm just, whatever, man. I like wrestling. It's like, that's fine. Uh, so we had uh, Ishida, who was in um, a match with uh, Riho going into that women's, um, women's championship thing. So it's like, th- she wasn't just a throwaway. She's going to be part of the, uh, part of the, th- so this is a match that doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have a lot of bearings. But still, it was a stupid Mac and me. But still, it gave it a good hunk of time, and it was better than most men's matches I've seen. It was really friggin' good, and it felt like. And the entire time, the announcers are building up the two stars, like uh, Jr. saying, "I haven't seen her before." Talking about Shana or Shana, who's apparently Portuguese but from France. I am from France. <laughs> That's why I said that the whole time. <laughs> The entire match felt like they were building her up, and then at the end, it's like, oh, and we haven't seen the last of her. She's going to be a mainstay around her. Blah, 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 blah. Both of them came out looking like, hey, these are two real contenders. Depth to the women's division immediately right away. It made me very happy. I don't know when this happened, but uh, there was also a weird uh, vignette thing for uh, um, Brandy Rhodes, because she's apparently been palling with uh, Awesome Kong. Mm hmm. And apparently Brandy Rhodes is like some sort of conjuring witch now, summoning a monster. I don't know, man. It got weird. 
But okay, but it's character. I, it was it's like the one thing that was lacking from the episode I watched. It's like I want to. I want to. Like, where the hell's this gonna go? I'm like, all right, we got to talk about all kinds of blood and go. All right, and then okay, what this means? Something. But it got me interested enough in a very very short little bit. Hey, you know who's uh, one of those new exciting tag teams you want to see a lot? Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. They were there to basically prevent the uh, present, present the championships. The championships. They come out and they're like about to say, "Hey, West Virginia, hey, Santana Ortiz, come out and just beat the ever living hell out of them, Justin." <laughs> These old men got beat. They power bombed Ricky Morton through a uh, table, <laughs> but still, Ricky Morton is 112 years old. Yeah, like. What kind of a dastardly, again, building the inner circle, what kind of dastardly bastards are attacking the Rock and Roll Express? Who would, who would do such a thing? Leave Ricky Morton alone. He's somebody's great-grandfather, for Christ's sake. Nope. Ricky, I'm sure Ricky Morton was like, I can't wait to take this. Do it. Do it. Also, I think uh, Jim Ross doesn't know who Santana and Ortiz are. <laughs> because he called one of them Santana Ortiz, as though that was his full name. <laughs> and then it was like, and then he felt a little bit of a hiccup, and it's like, okay. I mean... So uh, Rock and Roll Express are dead. They'll probably be back next week. Oh, well, I know that they appear on Power soon. <laughs> of course they do. Of course they do. They're just hanging out backstage. Mm-hmm. This week was apparently oh, so it was Halloween week, right? Mm-hmm. We had a crossover promoting Rick and Morty coming back, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be garbage. Guess what? Not garbage. Hmm. Six man tag, best friends, and Orange Cassidy versus three dudes. But even those three dudes, John Silver, QT Marshall, and uh, I've heard QT Marshall before, and um, Jim the Steve Man Steve. It was not Jim the Steve Man Steve. Anyway, so it's, it's this should be a squash. The the three other dudes definitely get stuff in, definitely make stuff work. Uh, Chuck Taylor wrestles as uh, Rick Sanchez the entire time. Who's Rick, that dude? It's from Rick and Morty. Oh, they're dressed as the characters, Justin. Okay, he's dressed as Rick. Uh, Trent is dressed as Morty, and Orange Cassidy also dressed as Rick, because I don't know why. I guess these are the costumes they had. And um, 